given. Looking forward to 2021 is a happy activity. One thing we can count on in 2021 is that there will be a Portland Jazz Festival in February. And, as we always do, the executive director is here to tell us all about the performers, how they will perform, how PDX Jazz has been plowing through the muck of the past year. Chris Doss came on for 2020's festival in his first year on the job, and he's in the Cafe Artichoke with me to run down everything you'll hear and see in 2021 from top to bottom. Believe me, it's a pleasure to actually talk about music and musicians and festivals again. Chris, welcome back to Cafe uh, at Artichoke. Thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure to be here. I hear there's going to be a festival this year. Yes, there <laughs> there is going to be a festival for 2021, uh, despite all of the odds. Uh, you know, PDX Jazz really feels like we have a responsibility and an obligation to the community of Portland to provide arts um, in yeah. whatever capacity we can and to uh, provide some... Uh, something a little bit brighter and lighter than everything else going on in the world for the community. Well, almost anything is. <laughs> that, that is the truth. Now, <laughs> you just made it last we, year. We did. We are so fortunate and grateful. How close, how close uh, was it? Portland stages went dark less than two weeks after the festival oh, ended geez. last year. Wow. So we were probably almost certainly the last big major musical event in yeah. the community before this all happened. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, uh. So how is this one going to work? This festival is definitely different mm -hmm. um, from previous festivals. Uh, it is going to be uh, smaller than mm -hmm. the previous festivals as far as the number of performances that mm -hmm. are happening. But it's still going to happen over the roughly two-week window of time. Uh -huh. uh, we have been able to secure Jack London Review uh -huh. as essentially a home base for all of the festival shows. Uh -huh. And we have uh, retrofitted the venue with uh, state-of-the-art technology uh -huh. so that we will be able to live stream all uh -huh. of the performances that are happening in the club. And we also have the ability to have a small in-person audience in the club um, in alignment with the restrictions and the guidelines yeah. that are mandated by the state. Uh -huh. So uh, there'll but be a very, very limited number of in-person tickets. And then, of course, we will have everything live streamed. How many people can you put in there? We can put in 50 people per show. Yeah. So it's uh, obviously it's it's very significant from past festivals. You know, the total oh, attendance yeah. for the entire festival will be, you know, maybe 600 tickets that are available to sell for the whole festival wow. as opposed to the roughly, you know, 10 to 15,000 we normally sell every year. Jeez. So uh, wow. it's uh, it's it's definitely a. Uh, a service from PDX Jazz to be doing this festival this year. There, yeah. it, we we won't even break even. Wow. Frankly, on the festival, um, we are uh, subsidizing it ourselves based off of uh, the the wonderful reserve that we were able to 
build up on last year's festival. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we felt very fortunate that we were able to have our event in 2020 when so many other organizations have been struggling. And we felt that we needed to reinvest our good fortune back into the community for 2021. Okay. Well, let's get, let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. The stuff that we really want to talk about, which is the music. So you, got a, you have a, a big opening night, don't you? We do. We have a fantastic opening night. We've been uh, trying to do something with uh, Thomas Lauderdale and mm-hmm. China Forbes and the Pink Martini uh, configuration for many, many years. And we are very fortunate that uh, Pink Martini Cabaret will uh-huh. be opening this year's festival. It is a duo of China Forbes and Thomas Lauderdale. Oh, just, to, just the two of them. Just the two of them. Oh, my God, that's great. And this show is free Whoa. to everybody, uh-huh. um, to the entire community. Um, it will be uh, taking place at Biamp World Headquarters. Which um, is where? It is, their headquarters is in Beaverton. Uh, in, just, let me, just for a second. Yeah. For people who don't know, what is Biamp? Biamp is a global company uh-huh. that provides audio, video, and technology solutions all around the world. Uh-huh. Um, their biggest uh, business segment is kind of B2B communications. They uh-huh. do things like enabling uh Video conferencing from, you know, someone from Japan can be talking on a video conference with somebody mm-hmm. here in Beaverton. Uh, huh. Biamp has the technology that makes that type of thing happen. Uh-huh. They also do a lot of sound installations uh-huh. in venues, um, things like stadiums um, and arenas and music halls. Uh, they provide the sound inside those types of venues. That's just a couple of the things that they do. And so they've probably figured out how to not have audio lag. <laughs> they have. They, they've got it down to a science. Um, you know, they're a global leader in yeah. their industry. And uh, yeah. we are very, very fortunate to be, you know, in probably I want to say around our sixth, sixth or seventh continuous year of partnership with Biamp. Yeah. Um, they've committed to us uh, for this year and for future years uh, ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So they're just a fantastic and wonderful partner well, for us. Good for you. And uh, so, yeah, so it's exciting yeah. that we are able to have the opening night mm-hmm. at their world headquarters yeah. um, and stream that performance for free to, to everybody around the world who might want to watch it. So you know, it's, we it's, get to showcase uh, Portland yeah. worldwide on yeah. opening night. Uh, so it's China plus Thomas with a, with a grand piano. Yes. Woo. That, that's the configuration, and yeah. it should be a wonderful evening. I mean, the well, two of them it, together. It, it always is. You know, I mean, um, those of us who have been around here for a while have been watching Thomas and, and China, you know, grow old. Yeah, since the beginning. <laughs> Not that they're old, <laughs> but, you know, it's been 20, 25 years, you know. Yes. Uh, since they were just they they, they broke out in, in in their in their little band, which <laughs> isn't such a little band anymore. <laughs> no, no. But the, just the two of them is amazing. Yes, yeah, yeah just the two of them. Yeah. Um, you know, we wanted something. One of the things that we're trying to do with this year's festival, because so much of it is being streamed. Yeah. Um, is it's with intention that we wanted 
everything we're programming to be unique to Portland uh-huh. and different to Portland. Um, in that opening night, uh, cabaret configuration of China and Thomas is something that uh, doesn't happen very often. No, not at all. And yeah. so it's, it's a way for us to present something unique that is happening yeah. just yeah. at the Portland Jazz Festival. And you continue that, that same concept the following night with, with the trumpet player. That is correct. We have uh, Cyrus Nabipur coming in uh, the following night. That's the first ticket. Well, a lot show. of people don't know. You know, I went to uh, um, uh, Alan's uh, school. Yes. Uh, Alan Jones School and, and was taught by uh, uh, Derek, Derek Sims. Derek Sims. Yeah. Cynthia, went through yeah. Cynthia Plank's music program. Yeah, he yeah. is a Portland native. Yeah. Who went to school down in New Orleans. Uh-huh. Um, obviously a great city to start to hone your craft. Especially on the trumpet. A, yes, in the trumpet as a jazz musician. Yeah. And uh, he returned back home here to Portland uh, a while back. And uh, it's our gain to have him here in the community. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things that is uh, that is unique about this year's festival is that it is a West Coast-centric festival. Uh-huh. Um, pretty much all of the musicians performing are based on the West Coast. So they come from California, Oregon, and Washington. And uh, it's great that we have such a, a wealth of talent that well, yeah. is here in Portland. Well, yeah, well, we know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people don't know this guy. No, they don't. He's yeah. he's fairly young. Um, he's uh, going to be one of the rising stars. Yeah, uh, yeah. which is another thing that is uh, you know kind of ingrained in the PDX Jazz Festival DNA is that we we do look for up and coming talent mm-hmm. that we place alongside the the legendary talent and uh you know it's always kind of nice to be an organization that uh presents an artist at an early stage of their career yeah and that goes all the way back to to, to uh to bill royston it does it really does yeah uh okay uh then the next night actually on the same night yeah we have another exclusive um, on that Friday night, the 19th, uh-huh. we have a North American exclusive live web stream of Harold Lopez Nusa ah. from Havana, Cuba. He, 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 that'll be from Cuba? He will be performing from live, live from Havana, Cuba. Wow. And it is an exclusive North American web stream. It's only going to be available through the PDX Jazz Festival. That's amazing. Yeah, you know that that is that is somebody that that people really don't know. No, and he's uh, he's an amazing musician. Uh-huh. You know, um, has all the energy and excitement uh-huh. that uh, emanates from Cuba and Cuban music. Uh huh. Wow. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's get to Judith Hill, who is also somebody that everybody should know and may not. I know one thing. Everybody's heard her. Yes. Everybody <laughs> has heard uh, Judith Hill. Uh, you know, this is another area where, you know, when we're, we're trying to broaden programming uh-huh. as much as we can under the jazz umbrella to have something for everybody in the community. Uh-huh. Judith 
is uh, leaning more towards kind of the R&B soul side of things, mm-hmm. uh, similar to Live from last year's festival. Yeah. And Judith is a Grammy Award winning artist who has, in addition to having her own solo career, she's performed with Prince, she's performed with John Legend, yeah. she's performed with Michael Jackson, she's yeah. performed with Stevie Wonder, <laughs> uh, she's tied to the film 20 Feet from Stardom, yeah. and yeah. she's definitely somebody, you, you've heard her voice, yeah. and she is going to be an amazing show. She's coming in from... Uh, Los Angeles uh-huh. to perform in the festival for us. And do you know what kind of stuff she's going to do? I don't know the exact okay. lineup, but it, right. it'll be along the lines of uh-huh. uh, her recorded material. Gotcha, gotcha. And is, is she bringing a band, or are you, are you backing her up here with, with people? She is bringing some personnel, uh-huh. and then we'll have some local personnel good. in the mix as well. Good, good. Uh, most of the artists are are working kind of on that model for this year's oh, you have festival. To. You have to. We're, uh, yeah. They, they they bring key personnel with mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. Um, and then we we have uh, local top talent. Yeah. Come in and yeah. support them. Yeah. All right. Excellent, Judith. Man, Judith Hill. Can't wait for that. Uh, now uh, the um, I, I just looked at the trailer. Uh-huh. For this this uh, Buster Holmes, um, Buster Williams, Buster Holmes, Buster <laughs> Holmes was the name of the greatest red beans and rice restaurant in New Orleans history. Oh, I have never been there. Well, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> First time I ever went to New Orleans was in, in the early seventies, and I, and this was uh, around Burgundy in 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 the quarter. And I walk in, and it's this little joint with sawdust on the floor. And the meters on a jukebox. And I went, I'm home. (laughs) (laughs) And as a matter of fact, when I cook red beans and rice, I use the Buster Holmes recipe. But uh, Buster's Buster's not going to be at the festival this year. No. But uh, the Buster Williams um, uh, documentary is, right? That is correct. I just finished watching the trailer. Now, is is it just going to be the movie or will he be here? It'll be the movie. We have a couple of movies. Uh Um that we've already confirmed and uh, we will be doing the movie. It'll be available for three days. Ah. So people will be able to watch it for 72 hours. Well, the trailer is fabulous. And it also has uh, exclusive interviews. So that was one of the things that we did with all of our films um, Mm -hmm. to make it more than just a movie, to make it exclusive PDX Uh jazz festival content. Uh, We'll have an uh, exclusive interview with Buster, with Lenny White, uh, with ah. the director, Adam Kahn. Nice. And uh, potentially others to be added into that dialogue as uh-huh. well. Uh-huh. Excellent. Excellent. Because, um, uh, you know, uh, it's Buster Williams. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean. it's, uh, you, you have to have uh, the legends in the yeah. mix, and yeah. he definitely is in that category. Okay. Next, on the same day on the 21st. Saida? Saida, yeah. Alonzo and Arietta. Yes. Yeah. Three uh, of the the most powerful voices in uh, Portland. Absolutely. Uh, Most powerful voices anywhere. You know, they can each uh, hold their ground on just about any stage you want to put them on. And And they both sang uh, behind Prince. Yes. Yes, and... Uh, oh, wait a minute. I, no, no, no. 
Saida Saida did. Yep, Saida yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Saida was uh, on last year's festival yeah. singing yeah. some backup as well. Yeah. Um, and so it's amazing. Uh, you know, the three of them are all uh, deeply tied to uh, the gospel scene. Absolutely. And it's a Sunday performance. And nice. it will likely have a, a gospel inspiration to that performance, which uh, seems really, really appropriate for one of the finals, you know, one of the first Sundays of the new year, so to speak. That's, that's really nice. That's very nice. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing they'll be backed up by, uh, by a, a lot of our local guys. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They will have a local crew backing them up. Uh, I wonder if, is, do, you, is, do you know if Tony Ozier is part of that? I do not know for okay. sure who, who the personnel are going to be okay. on that show just right. yet. Um, some of these shows are, you know, the, for, well, I mean, for we're, obvious we're, we're reasons, some of the personnel are like, I'll let you know as we get closer yeah, to February. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that, of <laughs> so course. I, I fully understand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I like to do these early in so, so people can buy tickets and, you know, and, and have an idea what's, what's happening. Um, okay. What is the PDX Jazz All-Star Pandemic Big Band? <laughs> the PDX Jazz All-Star Pandemic Big Band is it's exactly that it's an <laughs> all-star big band yeah. of portland musicians yeah um there are players that have been culled from from all the great pdx jazz big bands uh -huh. um, you know art abrams yeah. ezra weiss um yeah carlton jackson etc dave mills yep yeah. and and uh, it's going to be led by uh, lars campbell uh-huh and the personnel is, is still somewhat yeah. uh, malleable. We we have about probably half of the personnel. Uh -huh. I did have, see listed in the in in, in 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 the description that that they might be doing an Andrew Durkin chart. They may be. That I want to hear. <laughs> that I want to hear. He's just he's like the, the great unknown, um, you know. But uh, and finally, finally. After all these years of talking about it, they're finally releasing the the, uh, the, the Quadrophones album of the Andrew Durkin material. Yes. Finally. I know. You know, I've had every one of those people on the podcast, and I've asked them if every, I mean, it's, it's like a joke now. When's the Durkin album coming out? What is it? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, now we do. They, you know, well... 2020 gave everybody a little bit of extra time yeah, to kind of focus yeah. on some things they well, didn't really I'll, I'll, I'll think have, they were going to work on. I'll have Durkin in here. You, know, <laughs> you can count on that. I love Durkin. I love his. You know, I've never seen any. It's so amazing because you'll see the, the, the band play the, the Durkin's tune. And it's really difficult. It's not difficult to listen to. Not at all. It's difficult to play because it's so complex and, it's, and they're usually really fast. And. Um, but when they're done, they're all smiling. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a, it's a very strange uh, phenomenon that I, you don't see very much, you know, because <laughs> he's a very unusual phenomenon himself. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Brian Jackson is going to be here. Yes. Oh, we, boy. We're really excited about this one. Uh, Brian Jackson will be presenting the Gil Scott Heron Brian Jackson songbook. Yeah. Um, Obviously, this is one of the, you know, a great, unique show. Yeah. For our yeah. festival. It um, would really be funny, you know, if, if, if Brian Jackson did what 
Gil Scott Heron did the last time he played Portland. He was here for the Slow Down Festival about four, five, six years ago. Uh-huh. And he <clears throat> comes out on stage alone. There was other instruments there, but the rest of the band wasn't out there. He comes out, he sits down in front of the, of the piano and tells a dwarf joke. He told, he told a dwarf joke, Gil Scott Aaron, right? <laughs> so it was, people were shocked. Of all the things that Gil Scott Aaron could do to shock you, that's not, that's not what you think. You know? No, no, in Portland. And the thing is, he had a new album out, and he didn't do any of the tunes from the new album. All he did was his old stuff, and people were going, yes! You know? Uh, anyway, it was an amazing night. So uh, it'll be great to, and so, so he's going to, Jack's going to, is going to do he's stuff gonna, that they recorded together? Yep, he's going to be doing stuff that uh, they did together, and he's going to be supported by Greater Kind. Oh, wow. That is his band. Really? So, yeah. So, uh, Charlie. It's, yeah, it's going to be a good night, isn't it? Yeah, I had Charlie in here. Charlie's amazing. So we, we can't wait for that one, you know. That's going to be great. All right. Okay, let's go uh, further here. <laughs> um, what is what is the, the American refrain, jazz and moder moder uh, modern music? What is that? So the American refrain, jazz and modern music, is a brand new education presentation uh -huh. that PDX Jazz commissioned, and it has been arranged by Noah Simpson. And the program... Tell us about Noah Simpson. Noah Simpson is one of the hottest young uh -huh. trumpeters on the Portland jazz scene. Uh -huh. uh, he opened for Christian Scott a couple years ago wow. and sounded fantastic. Uh -huh. And uh, he's, he's just an amazing trumpeter. Yeah. And he's young, which uh -huh. we love because... Uh, he has such a strong grasp of the past for mm -hmm. jazz, but he also has such that strong influence of today's music. Yeah. And so he's really representative of, of what jazz is going to look like in the future uh -huh. for generations that are much younger than myself, uh -huh. Uh -huh. which is what we were really striving for with this new program. Yeah was to have a program that looks at jazz as it is today uh -huh. through the lens of a much younger generation. So when you say modern music, you're not talking about modern jazz. We are talking about modern jazz. Oh, but modern jazz is like Bill Evans. Uh, <laughs> no, more it, modern it, than that. Well, it was, it was, I, th I think back then it was So, it But was it, it's, the program really explores jazz... Um, it goes to the beginnings of jazz, yeah. but it's it's obviously heavily weighted to say the last uh -huh. thirty years to forty years yeah, of what's yeah. occurred in jazz. Um, unlike Ken Burns, yes, unlike <laughs> Ken Burns, you know, yeah, we, we we cover you know the Duke Ellington and yeah. even before then, you know, Jelly Roll Morton, Bessie right. Smith, you know, all yeah. that's still there, but. Uh, yeah. It really starts to pick up and is weighted towards uh, probably fusion onwards uh -huh. Uh -huh. of Great. what's occurred in jazz Terrific. and how jazz that is, is so uncovered that is so not covered. No, um, it really isn't. And it really explores how jazz is woven throughout contemporary modern music. Uh, people don't really know that they're even listening to jazz, uh -huh. or or they don't know that they're listening to something 
that has its roots right. and was born in the jazz genre. And so uh, this will be the debut of this program. Uh, Noah's been working on it in collaboration with our education director, Shelby Walton Clark, for uh -huh. several, several months. And it'll debut at the festival. It's wow. an hour-long presentation. Nice. And then after that, we will uh, be presenting it a uh, ham handful of times a year uh -huh. uh, to schools uh -huh. for free. Great. Awesome. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. It was really good. <laughs> I really wanted to. I really wanted to, to ask you about it, but I'll, it'll come back to me. Next film. Next film. I know a guy who worked for Herb Alpert, and he said Herb Alpert was a great guy. Everything I've heard about him has been that he's a wonderful human being. And nobody knows anything about Herb Alpert. And I'm hoping this movie will tell us a lot about him. They, it, it should. Yeah. It, I mean, it covers uh, everything he's done. Um, you know, obviously, I'm you know, being in the industry and mm -hmm. being of the age I am, I'm quite familiar with who Herb Alpert is. But uh, it's, it's, he's just such a huge figure in music overall. Yeah. Uh, not just yeah. as an artist, but... Mm -hmm as an artist, as a businessman, and as a philanthropist. Huh. And yeah. he's had enormous impact in all three areas. Obviously, the Tijuana Brass was one of the most uh, popular and yes. successful artist groups of the yes. 60s. Right. And then you go... But nobody and, took him seriously for that. Uh, but I know somewhere, and hopefully in this movie, we're going to be able to hear him really play and wail. And yeah, solo. That's what I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear what he sounds like when he solos. I don't know for sure if there's a solo in the movie or Aww. not. <laughs> uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, he definitely, you know, he he brought uh, a very unique uh, yeah. musical element to the genre of jazz. Yeah. Uh, he I mean, may not have been straight ahead New York City cool jazz or bebop right. or even west coast but or even west coast yeah even yeah. you know wasn't even kind of the stan gets dave brubeck thing right but uh he is the only artist who blended the mariachi right type of music right. in into the jazz genre yeah. and uh and had great success with that and what would the world have been without the theme from the dating game that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, and, and on top of uh, the music, he started A&M Records. Yep, of course. Uh, without any doubt, one of the most successful record companies um, of its time. Sure. Uh, one of the last great record labels that mm -hmm. there, there was. Uh, you know, there's... There's not many record labels, if any record labels anymore, that actually find and nurture talent. Mm -hmm. um, and A&M was one of those labels that did that. And then he's, he's been a huge philanthropist. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's uh, giving to UCLA, mm -hmm. uh, among other things. Yeah. 
Well, that's great. That'll be at the, and, at the Hollywood. Yeah. And then that film will also, it, it's another live streaming film. Uh-huh. Um, we're doing all the live streams in partnership with Hollywood Theater okay. this year. Okay, But um, it's not going to show there. It won't show in okay. person there. No, okay. but uh, it, it is a partnership with them. Gotcha. Um, obviously, you know, we started that partnership last year with Hollywood, and it's we look at it well, as it's a great long to, it's, time. It's, it's great to see their name out there. Yes. You know? They're, they're a, 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 a great uh, Portland nonprofit. Yeah. And we're excited to be working with them again, and uh, we'll hopefully be working with them every year for every festival uh-huh. and that film also has uh you know a q a uh with uh the director uh hopefully uh-huh. we will have herb in that q a as well that'd be great um so it, it should yeah. be yeah, my, uh, my friend ron rogers who luckily a year ago a year ago moved to portugal and missed all this stuff um uh worked for herb at, at a&m and just, just goes on and on about what a great guy he was to work for mm-hmm it's nice to hear. Yes. Because there's so much the opposite. Yes. <laughs> Not about her, but in, in, in the industry the as in a whole. Industry, yes. Yeah. It's, it's always <laughs> nice to, to hear about the, yeah. the good guys. Yep. Okay. Tell me about Harlem, uh, Harlem Stories. Harlem Stories is a recording from mm-hmm. Dr. Tedros Avery. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those who don't know about Tedros, he's been on the scene really for about 20, 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's played with, uh, a, a litany of today's jazz greats in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and he a- approaches a lot of, uh, subject matter that explores some of the jazz greats. Uh, his, you know, he did a album on Coltrane yeah. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It was a fabulous retrospective on it. And for his latest album, he, he tackled Thelonious Monk's repertoire. Whoa. And so he will be coming up as well from California. Uh-huh. Uh, he is uh, a head of one of the California music departments, uh, hence the doctor title. And uh, he's coming up and he'll be supported here by uh, some of our top, top jazz musicians in the market. Good. And uh, that'll be, uh, you know, more of a straight-ahead uh-huh. uh, monk-type performance. Colligan's in that. Colligan's in that. Very good. Very good. Uh, and uh, Christopher Brown. Nice. Everybody knows who Christopher is. Absolutely. And, uh, and then uh, the bass player. We'll get to the bass player in just a moment. We will. <laughs> We will. It's a guest bass player playing with Teodros. Why is that? Because <laughs> he's headlining the next night. Oh, okay. <laughs> and who is that? Marcus Shelby. Ah, uh, okay. For anybody who is unfamiliar with Marcus, mm-hmm. uh, if you were to go to San Francisco, mm-hmm. you would know that Marcus is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's been on the scene again about the same length of time as Teodros probably 20, 25 years, and he is uh, an amazing jazz musician and uh-huh. bassist, uh, a composer, uh-huh. an arranger, uh, an educator, uh-huh. and he, you know, is the first call bassist yeah. 
in yeah. in the whole region of California, uh-huh. and he's coming up from the Bay Area uh-huh. to perform at the festival, and he'll be doing a very unique program that uh, hasn't really been performed anywhere on really? black music and freedom. Uh, much of his material explores uh, social justice issues uh-huh. and civil rights issues, and so we're really excited to see that performance here uh-huh. and of course he's supported with excellent musicians uh, he's bringing up tiffany austin from the bay area nice but he's also going to be have playing with daryl grant and carlton <laughs> jackson all right so Carl- well carlton's the perfect perfect yeah. choice for that because of his because of his kmhd show yep and yeah. so you know that'll be another really special night another portland premiere another exclusive that you can only mm-hmm. get at the pdx mm-hmm. jazz festival all right man and then wayne horvitz yes what a way to cap it off final night wayne horvitz is the royal we which is uh you know that's a project that kind of uh took a life of its own up in Seattle, uh-huh. playing in the Royal Room up there. It started as, uh, I believe, a quartet. Yeah. It is expanded to a mm-hmm. uh, sextet. Wow. And Wayne will be bringing that project down to Portland for the very first time. The one and only Skerrick? Skerrick is part of it. I love Skerrick. <laughs> you know, it's, I, 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 I talked to somebody in the industry about, I, I wanted to do an interview with, with Skerrick. I said, oh, no, man, you don't want to tackle that guy. <laughs> and I did it, and we had a wonderful time. It wasn't like, what, am I, what, are you, what was he talking about? You know, we just hit, we hit it off, and, and he's a really interesting cat. Yeah. And, and Horvitz, of course, uh, uh, I, I've, I've interviewed a million times, and we always talk about hats because it's <laughs> our thing right um <laughs> but i i listened to some of the uh, some of this uh this band and it seems to be almost a a, 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 a not a culmination because that would mean you know it's an end an end point but it's not an end point but it seems to be a, a, a combining a lot of other wayne horvitz bands yes you know uh, uh, um, sweeter than the day. You can hear a little sweeter than the day in that. You can hear those funky bands in there, or, or like Zony Mash kinds of things. It's fabulous. It's really great. Um, and I'll probably most likely do a, another uh, Wayne Horvitz interview of the millions of Wayne Horvitz interviews <laughs> I've done for this podcast. Uh, it's yeah, it's going to be a great show. Yeah, uh, you know, like yeah. you said, you know, the group, the project in kind of in its essence is one where uh, they all give each other quite a bit of space. Yeah. I believe there's, you know, there's quite a bit of improvisation uh-huh. in what they are doing in the performance. Uh, a lot of musical exploration. Obviously, that's in all jazz. Yeah. But uh, I think in uh, in this particular project, it is perhaps even a little more prevalent yeah 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 Yeah. he's one of my all-time favorites without a doubt and so uh yeah yeah. and it's you know that's kind of you know it's what a great way each each, uh each day of the festival has you know one show yeah so it's it's kind of what a great way to end it in wayne's yeah it'll be a great way to do it yeah end it with wayne yeah yeah i remember seeing uh wayne play with um 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 Oh, uh, the, the the saxophones, the, the the band with the two saxophones. Come on, come on, and Rebecca Sanborn. 
Uh, I'm just, not thinking of it. I'm having a brain fart. That's okay. <laughs> that happens periodically, like every 15 minutes. But anyway, uh, Blue Cranes. They they played at at, at the at the festival about maybe played five last year? five years no no it was about five years ago they opened for Mr Shep last year last year yeah mm-hmm. but uh, this was just a special thing with just the Blue Cranes and and Wayne Horvitz in this in the small theater uh, not not the what's well, not the new Newmark's the large theater right Winningstad Winningstad yeah that was amazing. It was so intimate in that little space, a beautiful little space. Yeah, it's a, you know. it's a great, I, you know, we, we can't wait for 2022. It's, you know, it'll be so nice to, yes, you know. We all can't wait because we'll be, fingers crossed we'll, we'll be vaccinated by then. That everybody, everything, you know, it won't, it won't be back to normal, obviously, but it'll be, uh, it'll be moving forward to uh, whatever the future is going to look It'll be a like. lot closer. It'll be a lot closer, yes. Yeah, and yeah, we will, uh. Yeah definitely have a big celebration in 2022 yeah. when we can bring artists in from all over and utilize all the community's venues yeah. like we historically do. Yeah. Yeah. We'll all be celebrating when we get that needle in our arm too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> well, listen, how has this been for you? Are you holding up all right? I, I am holding up good. We have a fantastic team uh-huh. uh, at PDX Jazz. Obviously, everybody's familiar with our artistic director, uh, yep. Nicholas Harris, who uh, was instrumental in, in putting together this killer lineup that we have for the upcoming festival. Uh-huh. But we have uh, you know, a, a great education director, Shelby Walton-Clark, Alex Donovan, our production manager is in the mix. Uh, uh-huh. We have a, a great group of consultants, uh, Jonathan Rudnick, who's been instrumental with us. Uh, Jeff Castrina, Dave McLaughlin, yeah. Ira, uh, on and on. So the team has been uh, very well-oiled and positive uh-huh. and, uh, and pivoting. Um, uh-huh. You know, we, we just looked at what we needed to do as an organization. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you tighten your belt. Oh, yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah. So that you can, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, like everybody else, you know, we're working with, half of what we normally work with absolutely and uh you know making sure that we're going to be here in 2022 so we feel really fortunate that we that we are able to do what we are able to do yep and that we're able to keep our doors open and uh and keep everybody focused on uh programming jazz for the yep. community uh, yep. our education program pivoted 100% online, uh-huh. which has been received with a uh, huge response. Yeah. We're probably serving more kids in our education program now than at any point in history. Well, they're used to it now. They're used to it now. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it's, it's going really, really well. Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, really good positive energy at PDX Jazz, uh-huh. even though uh, the times are a bit... Uh, challenging well listen you stay well we're going to be there for you like we always are you know we're going to do a lot of interviews and stuff like that and see if i can let's see if i can talk some of my some a couple of my photographers into coming down and getting some pictures that would be great but I, that means i would have to talk to my <laughs> talk to my talk talk my photographers into it but uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk my photographers it into will it. uh you know it is going to be a very uh controlled atmosphere yeah um yeah. you know we are selling 
the in-person tickets, uh-huh. 50 per show. Yep. Uh, but it's there are some you know restrictions around that. Right. Uh, we only there's no single tickets. Huh. You have to buy a table of two, a table of four, or uh-huh. a table of six. You can't have more than six people because that's right. restricted. Right. Every party has to sit by themselves. Huh. Uh, masks are required when you're not at your table. Temperatures will be taken. Yep. Um, it will be a very well-managed, safe environment. Yeah. Um, and if, if you're a patron and that doesn't suit you, you should watch the live stream. Yes. <laughs> because really. we will be managing yeah. it yeah. very very tightly yeah well you have to yeah have we to. do we have to yeah. uh we yeah. have a lot of people whose health and safety is our responsibility yeah for the two hours that they're sharing time with us yep well congratulations on pulling this one off thank you you know it's something that we need thank you very much and everybody's hungry for it that's absolutely the truth it's uh, you know, it, it's a joy for all of us at PDX. I can hear that. I can't do see it. that. I can see it in your eyes a little bit. Yes. But since we're wearing masks, I can't see if you're. <laughs> I think you're smiling. <laughs> I'm. I'm got a smile from ear to ear because it really is a joy for yeah. us to do this, and uh, we kind of like you know, kind of like I talked about at the beginning of the the hour, the top of the show. We feel it's a uh, our responsibility, and uh, we just. Uh, we need to stick our necks out and and make something happen. Okay. Well, thanks for coming in. I appreciate it. Nice to see you. And let's let's uh, anything we can do, let's let us know. Sounds great. Thank you, Tom. Okay. okay.